This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi there, Steve here, and welcome to the Alpaca Tribe, the podcast for alpaca people. Hope you're having a good week and are finding a new rhythm for the strange times that we live in. It seems to me that once you work out what could be the solution, things don't stay fixed for very long. And before you know it, you're back to square one. So let's talk about that alpaca question. You know, the one that won't go away. You think you have an answer, and then you find out you don't. You try something that worked, and then it doesn't. You hope you're doing the right thing, but you're not sure. I think we all live with questions with our alpacas, things that we're not sure about, things that we have a question lurking in the back of our mind. Let me give you an example. How much hard food should you be giving to your alpacas as a feeding supplement? Mm. That's in addition to the grass and the hay. I don't think that there is an absolute right answer. Some suggest none is the right answer. Others that it is essential. You need to give them hard food. So what's the issue or the problem here? Well, we want to do the right thing. And if we don't know exactly what that is, we at least want to do something. They might need it. I have to take care of them. The truth is that sometimes doing nothing is the right thing. And other times we need to step in and act quickly or it will be too late. How do you know the difference? Well, hard-won experience. Doing it, making mistakes and learning is one strategy. It can have drastic consequences though. An alternative is to stay curious to ask questions and to find the answers, or the range of answers and options, which is usually more the case. Some things are black or white, but mostly we live in a grey world. Am I suggesting you take risks? Well, there is little certainty in life, and everything carries a level of risk. What I am suggesting is to identify the question and find your answer. Research, ask other people, take professional advice where you need to. Don't rush for the vet or an expert. Narrow down the question and explore the issues to build your learning and your experience. In the early days of keeping alpacas, you know a small amount about some things. Be hungry for knowledge. What books are there? Who is worth listening to and where are they? How do you make contact? My expectation is that your experience of other alpaca owners will be like mine. There's a generosity and a willingness to help if they possibly can. The first question is, what is the question? The second question is, where can you find the answers? The third question is, how do I learn from this and avoid it being a problem in the future? Do you need to get more knowledge, more experience, more skills? Now, your question may be to do with general care, may to do with feeding, housing, 
or it may be to do with ailments or illness, or it may be to do with behaviour and handling. Read the book, phone a friend, ask an expert. All are potentially good solutions. Study the information you can. Find a useful source. Online can be patchy, but books are few and expensive. So vets have more knowledge if they work in an area where alpacas are kept. At least in the UK, there's the BVCS, the British Veterinary Camelid Society, which offers support to vets to be able to talk to others and get more detailed information and ideas of how to treat the alpacas. But it's not generally accessible to owners, though some weekend conferences have included a day of access for owners, which is nice. How much do you need to know? Well, not enough to be a vet, clearly, but enough to do the right thing. The biggest question, as I mentioned in the past, is to know when you need help. Know when you're out of your depth. Try, and if you can't, don't stay stuck, but ask for help. Well, that applies in all kinds of areas of life, but particularly, and definitely, in keeping alpacas. What's your question? Where's the answer? How can you make it stick? That alpaca question is going to be different for each one of us. Don't dodge or hide from it, but engage with it and move yourself forward. Your alpacas will thank you, and you will feel the benefit too. Having waxed philosophical, hope you don't mind. Thought I'd give you an update what's going on here on the farm. The youngsters are growing and learning about alpaca routines, the routines of grazing, the morning wanderings and the afternoon returns. They like their routines and the level of freedom to roam and graze as the fancy takes them. Plan to give flexibility and options where you can. It's not always possible, but where you can. They love the stimulation and the variety, as well as their regular routines. The career seem more comfortable uh, and safe around water. When they were younger and the adults were paddling in a channel near the car park, one adventurous soul, Eva, decided she didn't want to stand in the water of the channel and bounded across it, straight into the deeper water of the old stocking pond. Oh, thankfully I was there. No harm done, but some spluttering and surprise. I fished her out, seriously dripping wet, and somehow her mother blamed me for the state she was in. Now, they all have a little paddle with more respect for the deeper areas. At the same time, we have not had that much rain, so the channel no longer has that much water in it, certainly not enough for paddling or sitting in, which I think some of them are finding a bit frustrating. The afternoon wander takes them to the bank above the lake, where... An overhanging tree, it's a, a willow, you know how the branches just bend down? So that they've really stretched out and there's a large area underneath, which is well shaded and slightly damp and very welcome. And then as the time progresses through the afternoon, the shadows become more inviting as they increase around the trees and the sunbathing spots become less attractive. They all settle down to chew the cud. Most of the career are feeding on grass now, but they still love their milk. Except for some. Little Hunneth, or Dit as we call her, she's tiny, still seems slow to feed. And is much more interested in running around with the others and dodging me. If I stay around long enough, though, I eventually get to see her have her late breakfast or early tea or second supper. 
which is wonderful. Beautiful colour, mischievous temperament, and an all-round delight. The bunch of whites, with varying degrees of dirt and vegetation, make quick identification a challenge, but it usually comes over time. Fleur with the furrowed brow, Eva with the eyebrows, Carwin with the curls, and Dylan with the pretty light fawn colouring. Gwentlian is more difficult now that the little coloured patch on the back of the neck has been lost and diluted as more fleece has grown. Her nose is the giveaway with the extra pink patch just above her nostrils, but she has to be facing in your direction or you can't tell. <laughs> She's a sweetie too. The racing is fun to watch at dusk when they all decide they need to run around and challenge each other as to who is the fastest. Adults are considered to be markers to be run around as fast as possible with close turns. Some of the adults tolerate this, but not all. Their own mothers seem to disown them during these games, as if to say, it's nothing to do with me. A delight to watch. They do it with or without an audience. Fleece has been calling, but time is not allowed for re-engaging with it. Soon, perhaps. I plan to speak to various people about their plans and activity with their own harvested fibre. Though it is so warm, it's difficult to think of woolly hats and scarves for too long. Amazing fibre. What's your favourite colour? And what do you most like doing with it? Drop me a line. Or leave me a voice message. The usual places work as well as ever. May you find an alpaca smile at some point during your week. Take care, stay safe, and see you again soon. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.